0: Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to Dead Academy podcast. I'm Fallon. I'm Michelle. Michelle will not be talking today because she is sick. Well, uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> yeah, offer I'm her getting lease, better.
0: She her pain and she just says she has no pain. She's uncomfortable. I am uncomfortable. I have a really bad sinus
1: infection that's making everything hurt, including my teeth. Like, have you ever seen the scene in scanners when the guy is sitting there and his head just explodes? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's how I feel. Is that where you're at right now? I feel like it's going to bust at any given moment, and I'm very top-heavy, and I walk head
0: first into everything. Yeah, and it's... she almost threw up in my kitchen sink earlier, and I'm like... <laughs> what the fuck dude? Like who comes to someone's house cuz she just got here? Like who comes to someone's house and just pukes in their sink?
1: <laughs> I uh <laughs> go outside. I was doing Nasty. a nasal spray. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to, I don't like things blowing oh. up my nose. So with that. With uh, yeah, I just uh... <clears throat> So point being, I've been sick as fuck. I have not researched anything. So today is the Fallon
0: Show, which do, I'm do, sure do. she loves. Oh yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to be drinking <laughs> a lot of wine and trying to read my own. I mean, scratch. I'll chime in with some commentary. Okay, well I do have something good to start what? out with. What? Uh, we got to give a awesome shout out to Rachel Massaro. Okay. Um, she left us a killer message on Facebook. It says. To, it was to me. <clears throat> it says, I am finally listening to your Dead Academy podcast, and oh, I have hold to tell on. you, I'm obsessed with it. It's just to you? It's me and my podcast. I'm just kidding. Listen. I gotta start it over, because you ruined it. <laughs> I am finally listening to your Dead Academy podcast, and I have to tell you, I'm obsessed with it. You guys are covering stuff I have never heard about, which is impressive and awesome. Best of all, it makes me feel like I'm sitting with you and Michelle hanging out, which I love. Merry Christmas. Tell Michelle I said so, and I love you guys.
1: Hmm. Isn't
0: that awesome? <clears throat> well, thanks, Rachel. Rachel, we love, love you, you, too. Yeah, and, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Animal. You the yeah. And Happy New Year. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll see her this uh, March in uh, Sharonville. Yeah. At Horrorhound. hopefully.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um coming up. <laughs> I don't know. She... <laughs> oh, my God. What you guys can't see is sometimes <clears throat> we do hand motions. <clears> throat> if, throat> like, uh... I, my voice is getting really dry or something, I need to take a drink, I'll like we wave and that, wave. that means Fallon is supposed to say something, well she just did that to me and I got nothing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, whorehouse coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I am so, I'm, <clears throat> I've got like medicine head and nasal spray, like I got nothing. I'm surprised I made it here. I felt like <laughs> I was drinking and driving or something.
0: Well don't do that. Well, I don't, but... <clears throat> this is our Christmas episode. <clears throat> yeah. Which I was not... We should have waited and done the John Bonet one for Christmas, but... I should have waited to talk about how shitty Christmas is. Until over, Christmas. Until <laughs> Christmas, yeah. Well, I did finish my Christmas shopping earlier, and I will never, ever, ever do that again on Christmas Eve Eve. There's too many goddamn <laughs> people out, and they're all in my fucking way. It was, it was a madhouse. But anyway, I have two stories today. One is called The Girl on the Tracks, which is the murder of Vera Jo Riegel, and then I have another one. Oh my god, that's a lot. It's so much. It's so much. Well, you might Um, only have the one story. Shit, where did it go? Uh, The other one is called The Curse of Benedict Canyon, which is in LA. So if we have time, we'll do that one. Yeah. But um, with that being said, are you ready? Just want to start off? Start out? Start, y'all. You wanna go ahead and start out? Y'all? Yeah. <laughs> so
1: many accents and stuff. So- <laughs> <So. laughs> you guys ready? Huh? Eh? What the? What was it? What was the hillbilly twang? The oh. waffle, Wapo waffle. hurts a lot.
0: Yeah. Alright, so here we go. The Girl on the Tracks, which is the murder, and this is awful. Awful. They all are. <clears throat> well, this one, I just wanna give people a heads up. If The following offend you or upset you, you might want to just skip until, like, the end. Because we're going to be talking about incest, rape, child abuse, torture, murder, and a pig in a cupboard. (laughs) And uh, and a failed justice system.
1: They all kind of are true crime things,
0: topics. The pig in a cupboard. You can't put a pig in a cupboard. Believe it or like, not, don't put that's baby. against the law.
1: Nobody puts baby in the corner.
0: <laughs> you ain't put my oink oink in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Are you ready?
1: Uh, so, yeah, hold on. Excuse me. <clears throat> <Jesus. clears throat> that's going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sick.
0: Okay. So we're going to be talking about the murder of Vera Jo Riegel. And this took place uh, in Finley, Ohio, actually. Where's which, that? I don't know. From here, it's probably a couple hours. <laughs> Everything's going on. <laughs> I, don't know. I think it's up north, maybe near Lima. Kay. I don't know. What? Why don't you look it up while I'm talking? How far away is it from here? Um, so according to the FBI, you have a 1 in 29 chance of being involved in a violent crime or theft if you go to Finley, Ohio. But they're also known for their football team and low crime rate. So how, how does that? that make sense, FBI? Yeah. Yeah. So Someone's lying. We're going to be talking about... <laughs> The Brooks crime family. And I use crime not only air quotes, but I'm rolling my eyes and taking a shit. Like, crime family. Like the mob? Uh, right. This was the Brooks's crime family. Okay. They were... <clears throat> you wait till I tell you. It's the saddest bunch of incestual pieces of shit I've ever read about in my life. Right. <clears throat> so, Travis Brooks... Uh, let me see. Hold on. Yeah, okay, so Travis Brooks who died in 2009, he is a nephew of Sherry, which is which she goes by Sugar Babe Brooks, huh, and Sherry huh. is the leader of the family. Okay. <clears throat> the Brooks' family, were they were a fucking nightmare. They caused trouble in Finley. They all carried weapons. They were extremely poor, uneducated. They fought a lot. Most of them were products of incest. <clears throat> Sherry actually had Nine children, but they were, and I'll get to that in a minute, but most of them were removed from her custody for sexual abuse. Wow. Of her own children. Um, <clears throat> so Travis, the nephew, he was at a skate park with his brother and friends when he decided to show off by skating on nearby train tracks. And when this happened, unknowingly, a train came through, it, there was something on the side of the train that came out, and it literally took his head right off. Holy shit. In front of all these people. <clears throat> it decapitated him. Um, so after that happened, another train came by and ran his ass over and witnesses described his body as looking like hamburger meat. I would imagine so. Yeah. It's a, it's a train. Yes. So Sherry Brooks, uh, sugar babe, as she's called leader of the Brooks's crime family. She was abusive sexually, physically. She basically controlled everybody. She was now picture this. She's morbidly obese. I mean she is a big, big unit, okay <laughs> on two wheels, <laughs> like our four wheels. she's wheelchair bound she's i don't know maybe has three teeth, but one of them is really big in the front, so that's that's her that's her dominant tooth <laughs> um, <laughs> she oh, she's awful, fuck her. She has been compared to Charles Manson for her control and knowledge of the foster care system in Ohio, which they both were in, just 30 years apart. Mm-hmm. But Cherry was in no way nearly as clever as Charles Manson. Like, the fact that someone even compared her to him makes me sick. Yeah. Like, Manson, as shitty as he was, is on a much higher pedestal than this, I don't even know what to call her. So, again, this was a very incestuous family, and it's too large of a family to name all of them. So, if you want to know all of their names and shit, there's a documentary that i actually watched that inspired me to do this. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Goodnight Sugar Babe. You can meet all of the fucking people that are in this family. It's on Amazon, you said? <clears throat> hmm It's actually really good. Um, lower budget. I think they could have done a few things differently and maybe better. But, for the most part, it's pretty interesting. Um... So, a little bit of background about Sherry. At four years old, she was removed from her home because her father was molesting her. Okay. So, that sucks. Yeah. All of her siblings were adopted except for her. She was put into the foster care system and was bounced around until she was 18 years old and decided to go out on her own. So, um, Sherry would eventually end up married and she moved her and her husband back into her father's house and... <clears throat> it is said that her father would sometimes kick her husband out of the bed so he could sleep with Sherry. And Sherry's dad? Mm-hmm. Would, oh. Who she got taken from at four for molesting her. She got out of the foster care system, 18 years old, got married, moved her and her husband back in with Dad. Dad tells his husband to get out. He's looking to cuddle. That's gross. <clears throat> it's disgusting. Wow. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I'm
1: shocked that she would even want to go back. You have
0: to see this person. Like, she is just the biggest one tooth piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. So, Sherry had nine kids. Five were taken away due to sexual abuse by Sherry.
1: Were any of them... <clears throat> damn. Children... Go ahead and take your drink. Yeah. Were... I wonder, out of the nine kids, <clears throat> were any of them the father, her dad's kids? Oh, I'm sure.
0: I don't okay. know, but I'm pretty sure... Sh- I'm uh, probably... I don't know. But everyone in town knew that Sherry could not actually love her kids unless she was molesting them. Like, everybody knew about this. Wow. And <clears throat> Sherry was obsessed with baby girls. Her daughter Maria was taking away from Sherry after only having her for a year because uh, little Maria had to go to the emergency room because she had been bleeding from her vagina. Mm. She had clearly been penetrated by something. Sherry claimed that she was changing her diaper and noticed blood and blamed the rape of Maria on a man who was staying at Sherry's home at that time. That man is now in prison for the rape of two 12-year-old girls. Jesus. So, just constant molestation, Ohio just brings the best people. It's nasty. So, Sherry's a fucking monster, a liar. She's manipulative. She's narcissistic. At one point, 15 people were living in her trash house, which is located on 300 Center Street in Finley, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Now, (laughs) all of this abuse and shit that she did... She was never once charged with anything ever. Ever. Not ever. They just let her keep doing it. That's fucked up. Yeah. So the reason why Sherry had so many people in her house, she was actually basically growing people in her home in hopes that having that two of them would get pregnant and she would eventually have a baby girl. If the people living in the home had a boy, she didn't want it. If they had a girl, that girl was now hers. And she would take the baby from you. Wow. Um. Uh, yeah, if they if they had a girl, the baby belonged to her. So years ago, Sherry knew this girl named Vera Jo when she was a very little girl. The parents lived in the same apartment building as this as Vera and her mother did. So Vera and her mother live in one apartment and she's a very little girl. Mm-hmm. Sherry and her mess live in another apartment. And at that time, Sherry wanted Vera right. to live with her. But her Vera's mother was like, no, this is my daughter. She's not going anywhere. So, when Vera turned 18, I guess it was, or sorry, 20 years later, uh, Vera Joe would actually go to live with Sherry in the trash house. What the fuck? Yeah, because Vera was having, or, yeah, I'm sorry, because Vera was being molested by her father. So, again, molestation everywhere. Vera leaves one molester to go to another. Right. So, now Vera's living in this trash house with 15 other fucking people. And it's in the ghetto, like, uh, people call the police on this house all the time for, like, fights and just <laughs> gang rivalry. Like, they think they're from, like, they're part of the Crips gang. Like, the blue Crips. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I cannot, I hope someone listening is an actual member of the Crips and goes up to Finley and just fucking lays waste to these people. Like, they're they're awful. With that being said.
1: Um, hold, hold on, I, did I miss them or, like, did, have you said a year yet?
0: It's 20, uh, uh, right now it's like 2011.
1: Oh, recent-ish. This is, this is
0: recent, yeah. Okay. So, some things about Vera that we need to know moving forward. She had very, um, she, yeah, she had severe ADHD and had the mental capacity of, like, an eight-year-old. hmm So, she was mentally challenged, but she was also eager to please others and not fully able to, like, understand as well as adults. Like, she knew what was going on, but she really couldn't. She was just a little bit behind. Right. You know, a little bit slow, like how we would say the people are a little bit slower. Um, <clears throat> and if that's not the proper way to say it, that's just an Ohio thing. Like, we don't use the R word, you know, if you're mentally challenged or whatever. It, you see, they're a little bit slow. So, mm-hmm. um, and Vera was beautiful. She had thick blonde hair. Like her her eyes looked like the ocean. Like, they were huge and just, like, crystal blue eyes. She had a big smile, porcelain skin. Um But once Vera moved in with Sherry, she became her target and literally her personal slave. And it is disgusting. One of her duties in the trash house was to rub Sherry's feet. And we're not talking about, like, my feet. Either way, I hate feet. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful and luxurious. I take really good care of my feet. Um, we're, We're not talking about Fallon feet. We're talking about Sherry's feet which were unkept, covered in calluses. They stank like they were just smelly. They were crusty, just <laughs> overgrown toenails, nasty-looking, diabetic red feet. You don't have like, the word bunion in there? A bunion. She just, it's nasty. Just imagine a morbidly obese woman with one tooth in her feet. And poor Vera had to uh-uh. rub them. And if uh-uh. she didn't do a great job of rubbing those monster blocks as I put on here... <laughs> I must have been high shit when I <laughs> If she didn't do a great job of rubbing those monster blocks, she would be beaten and sometimes starved for not doing a good job. And there's actually a picture of Vera beaten and bruised as she's rubbing mm. the monster blocks. Yeah. So Sherry had a 16 year old son named Zachary. So Zachary was 16, Vera was 20. Um, Sherry basically forced her to get pregnant, hoping that it would be a girl. But Vera actually fell in love with Zachary for years. She actually died being in love with him. Um, And to her, he loved her back, you know, and they were together. But in reality, it was all just a super sick game to keep Vera as a slave and hopefully bring Sherry a baby daughter. So she had nine kids and they were all boys? She had, the girls that she did have, Maria. Oh, they got taken away. Right, they all got taken away. So, (laughs) a little bit of background about the Crypt Gang. So their color is blue, okay? And CRIP stands for... (laughs) Go ahead and finish that because you're going to probably spit it out (laughs) once I start talking. CRIP stands for Common Revolution in Progress. It was founded in the late (laughs) 70s in Los Angeles. Uh, CRIPs are primarily African American and are known for theft, robbery, drug trafficking, illegal, illegal gambling, and murder. Now, if you move outside of L.A., yes, you will probably find some white people and maybe some Mexicans or whatever, but I highly doubt the Crip gang is, like, going hard in Finley, Ohio. Just saying. Uh, I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> if I'm not wrong, I'm I'm fucking shocked. So, some famous Crip members are Eazy-E, Warren G, Nate Dog, <laughs> Mick Ren, Afro Man, and Coolio.
1: <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, That's like... <clears throat> go ahead Nick. right oh, no, hold on but, no, don't go ahead why did you feel the need to put that in I your just, it's story fun. like fun little friday
0: free fall found fun fact whatever fuck it <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> <laughs>
1: have another one i want to tell you this true crime story but i'm going to stop right in the middle of it i'm going to tell you a bunch of rappers
0: who doesn't want to- this is facts okay we're talking about the crips Michelle the crips are in Finley, Ohio what Look, are we gonna do I don't have any opinions
1: we on got games. monster
0: blocks on four wheels one tooth coming in hot like what are we gonna do oh man what are we gonna do <laughs> 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 it, it
1: pays me, me to laugh
0: <laughs> no, no. <but> okay <laughs> so <laughs> I can't. This family, man. You wait till you see him. You wait till you fucking see him. I'm about to
1: watch his documentary.
0: Okay. Oh, I'll definitely watch it again. Like, it's... I even wrote Sherry on Facebook asking if she would do an interview for this podcast and she never wrote me back.
1: The Mm -hmm. big
0: unit? The big monster block. Yeah. She didn't write me back. So... You... Hold on. You found her on Facebook? Yeah. Then I'm about to tell everybody else how to find her, too. (laughs) So, the Brooks family, they're basically a clan of poor, incestual, uneducated... Crip wannabes who, if actual crip leaders found out that they were claiming passage, they'd probably all be fucking killed. Um, (laughs) Taking her drink of that wine. I know. (laughs) Uh, The entire family were a sad bunch of filthy trash sickos is what I wrote. They really are. So, basically, Vera got disability checks. So, Sherry obviously took care of all of that. She took all her benefits. In 2009, Vera became pregnant with Zachary's baby. And Sherry actually claimed it as her own. Zachary is her son. Her son. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's four age difference. Four year age difference. Um, this fucked up. A month before Vera was due to have her baby, Sherry wanted the baby born on her birthday. So she fed her three bottles of castor oil to induce labor, which you really only need like three tablespoons, But she made her have three bottles of it. Mm. And it's like very bad for the baby and for the mom.
1: Yeah.
0: So she ended up giving birth, um... On November 4th, 2009, a month earlier than her due date, Vera gave birth to a beautiful bright-eyed girl named Willa Dean. And she really is. Like, this girl has, like, ocean eyes. Like, she's beautiful. So, Sherry got her wish. She now has a baby daughter named Willa Dean. She, oh yeah, I already told you that. She forced the baby out so she could be born on Sherry's birthday. So, did it happen on her birthday? I think so, yeah. Wow. Like, and that was just another thing that, like, she was obsessed with having a baby girl. So once back in the trash house, Vera was not allowed to even touch Willadine. Uh-huh. She couldn't breastfeed her. She couldn't feed her. What? Are you coming up with the trash house, or yes. is this what everyone calls it? It's a trash house. So this is your neighbor. This name is for it. all me. Okay. Yeah, this is trash house. <laughs> Got it. So she wasn't allowed to touch Willadine, change her, feed her, hold her, nothing. If she did touch her or try to hold her own baby, Vera was beaten by either Zach or Sherry.
1: That's fucked up.
0: Yeah, and since Sherry can't move because she's dilapidated piece of shit whatever she could get within her little pudgy arms length is what she would grab and hit her with so the trash house it was filthy no one ever cleaned it there was shit everywhere like literal shit everywhere they even had a fucking pig living in the cupboard (laughs) and get this authorities were called about the pig so police removed the pig due to unsanitary conditions But no one removed any of the children, just the pig. So the pig made it out. Pig made it out. Wow. He's oinking the high life right now. Yeah. They took the pig, left the kid. Great job, Ohio.
1: That's crazy. Like, how did... It's just, how did Children's Services not get involved in any of this?
0: I think they did. But, I mean, once you're faced with the the Crips, man, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can really do. You know, you just got to back down and shut up. (laughs) But that pig, though, (laughs) that pig ain't involved in any of this hogwash. (laughs) All right. So police knew about this entire situation at the Brooks house. In 2010, Vera's sister called 911 to report Vera being held against her will, but no report was ever filed, and no one stopped by to actually check on the family. And if they did stop by to check on Vera, Vera could only talk if Sherry allowed it. (laughs) And the police were there, so they would wait until Sherry gave the okay for Vera to say, "Yes, I'm fine." What happened to Vera's mom? Since she lived like I think she her mom's in the documentary, and like she has another sister too that's in the documentary. And I think they both just kind of, you know, she was 18, she wanted to do this on her own. She, you know, they they did all that they could, but again, when you're facing the crips, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> you know, I mean. I don't, I definitely want to, I I definitely don't want to double cross them. So Vera wasn't allowed to get out of the house. She was not allowed to have access to a mobile phone. No cell phone, no inside phone, no outside contact. Vera was forced to say that she wanted to stay at the Brooks' family because Vera was afraid of the family. So she was forced to say that she loved being there. Right. Over the next few months, Vera was beaten almost daily and not allowed to leave her room unless it was to rub (laughs) the cow's (laughs) feet. (laughs) unless <laughs> well, some of some massage those big city blocks <laughs> so during this time cousins brothers brother cousins of incest they all moved into the brooks's home oh my god so now we got mama sister sister mama like it, they're all fucking you know what? on seriousness this story
1: kind of reminds me of um the one i did episode
0: one yeah um sylvia sylvia likens yeah
1: it kind of resembles that. I mean...
0: I think Sylvia went through a lot worse over a long period of time. But the end result, yeah. Like, it, they're very similar, actually. Yeah, it's, great. It, yeah. If you Google Vera Jo Reigel, you'll see pictures of Sylvia pop up. Like, the stories are very similar. It sounds like it. Yeah. So, one of the other family members, his name is Danny Bixler. He... he <laughs> this sounds is, great. This is... Oh, he's so stupid. Listen to this. <laughs> he's so fucking stupid. He earned... A, and I'm doing air quotes again and rolling my eyes. He earned a teardrop tattoo in prison because he was... Oh, well, okay. So he, he earned this teardrop prison... Fuck! He earned the teardrop prison tattoo by his left eye. Now, apparently... It supposedly means you kill someone. You would think that. But actually, it's different. It, there are different teardrops on different sides of your face. If oh. they're colored in, if they're droopy. that they mean different things. Apparently... He came home and was like, yeah, I fucking killed somebody and I earned my teardrop. So, everyone's like, oh, Danny's a shit. He earned his fucking teardrop. Uh, the kind of teardrop that he has means he was owned and bitch raped by another inmate. So, <laughs> that is a teardrop of ownership and from his tears. He did not kill anyone while in prison. He got his ass raped. I didn't know there were different... I didn't either. I had to, Different ones. I had to look really into that to find that out. Um... So being the dumbass family that they are, the Brooks's clan believed Danny's teardrop tattoo made him a murderer, and so therefore, you know, being a crypt, he was considered the leader, and everyone looked up to him. (laughs) Some other members of the incest fam also wanted to earn their teardrops, so they became official member of (laughs) the Finley, Ohio Crips gang. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) F-O-C-G. I have to look up where Finley, Ohio is now. It's it's great. I mean, it's so stupid. Go ahead. So, the uh, Finley, Ohio Crips gang filled with incest, low IQs, and nasty feet with rotten teeth. Sign up today. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay, so, uh, yeah, you can look up a Bloods and Crips documentary, Was a Bloods and Crips in America documentary. It's actually really interesting and makes you kind of realize that I highly doubt the Crips are bleeding blue up in Finley. I highly doubt it. But if you see any pictures of this family, the Brooks' family, you'll see them holding up Crip gang signs, including Sherry, from her wheelchair. Oh, yeah, Just representing. Um, and Another fun fact, the Crips started, uh, the Crips gang actually started because the black kids were not allowed to be in the Boy Scouts. What? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Um, So, Sherry's prized and son. His name was Punky. On July 4th, 2011, Punky was hit and killed by a car while walking with his girlfriend to get heroin. Sherry was devastated and blamed the death of Punky on Vera, even though Vera had nothing to fucking do with it. So, sorry. Okay.
1: Finley is just south, it's south of Toledo.
0: Also, we're, it's far away. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: more than two hours away. Okay. It's like four hours. Okay.
0: Well, I don't ever plan on going up there. So. Well, neither, because I don't want we'll to fuck with Sherry. I would go up there and like, <clears throat> put flowers on Vera's grave or something. I you
1: know, I feel like I can probably, I mean, nah, I'm not going to say it. That's just, I won't, oh, yeah, let's we're, go. No. We're
0: never going to go there, though.
1: <laughs> I was I mean, going to say something really fucking mean, and I'm just going to, I can't, I can't. I'll tell you afterwards. Well, you're going to Yeah, I it. can't. You're going to no, forget I won't. it. No, I won't. Go ahead. All right. South um, of
0: Toledo. Okay. <laughs> where Where are you at? Okay, Punky. <laughs> so, Punky died. Sherry blamed Vera for his death, even though, but, she wasn't in the car. She wasn't even there. He did it himself. The family actually kept Punky's ashes on a table and they placed a Kit Kat on top of his urns. Apparently that was his favorite candy. Well, Vera right. ate the Kit Kat. Probably didn't know any better. Well, she's being starved. Yeah, and it's Kit Kat. I, mean, I love young, Kit yeah, break me well, off. Well, and piece. fuck them. Like, so, she ate the Kit Kat. Go for her. Right? Go, Vera. <laughs> but, after that, that she was severely so beaten. Um, they had Attack or hold on, sorry, they attached a jock to a sh- hold on, what did I say? Oh, sock! Me. Yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah, I have horrible handwriting. They attached a sock to a string and put something in the sock and they beat her with it. Yeah, they do that in prism. They used a paddle on her for a week as well. So like a lock in a sock or like a yeah, maybe that's pool what ball it right. or something. Put Yeah, a lock, okay, yeah, I got it. Um... Vera was said to have been blamed for anything and everything that went on in the home. Sherry would make up shit just to make Vera look bad and to kind of get everyone pinning against her. Because not everybody in the family was rude and bad. There are some people in the documentary that saw what was going on, but they didn't want to get involved because involved. they were scared, you know. Um, but a lot of them, a lot of them knew what was going on That's and just time. couldn't really like. Even if they did call the police, the police wouldn't do anything about it, right? Um, so. Sherry would make up shit. She actually uh, made up something, a story where Vera dropped a brick on Sherry's feet, which <laughs> then she had to take care of them after they, she dropped a brick on her feet. I can't, I don't understand why Vera would have a brick, but and we're not talking like a little red brick, like a cinder block. Like, well, yeah. she dropped that on the monster blocks and apparently
1: hurt her toes. Hurt her big old
0: <laughs> logs. <laughs> yeah. Big old hammer toe. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Kevin, which is Sherry's husband, um, told Sherry, said, quote, if you're going to kill Vera, do it while I'm in prison so I have an alibi, end quote. So by this time, you broke her foot or hurt her foot. Probably didn't break because she's so monstrous. Um, Now everyone's trying to plot to kill Vera. But really all it is is that the entire house is just like backing whatever Sherry says and wanting to earn their teardrop tattoos. So they're all obsessed with being in the crypts. They're all obsessed with being badasses in the ghetto in Finley. They're taking advantage of someone who was just trying to make everyone happy and feel included and feel loved. And they're taking advantage of her and blaming her for everything that goes on. Did she not run No, No. She never ran away. She put up with everything that was done to her. So, again, by now, everyone wants to kill Vera. They all want to get those teardrops. Everyone knew what was going to happen to Vera, but no one was ever charged with the abuse. No one. Ever. Shocker. Even the people that saw it happen. Like, they all had told the documentary how Vera was forced to eat dog shit. And this is really bad. Oh, okay. So, they forced Vera to eat dog shit on more than one occasion. And she was raped with a toothbrush while she was on her period and then forced to brush her teeth with it. Oh, my God. God. She was also raped with the handle of a plunger, uh, and sodomized with the plunger itself. Like, they would plunge her. Um, so this guy, this girl named Shannon, she was dating Sherry's son on March 26, 2011. Um, a set of mace spray was actually set off in the house upstairs, and it trickled downstairs, causing everyone to evacuate the house. Mm -hmm. Um... Shannon said she miscarried due to this event, and everyone blamed Vera. Of course. Well, surprise, surprise, Shannon was never pregnant. Sherry told her to say she was pregnant and then blamed the miscarriage on Vera for setting off the mace can, which she didn't do. Right. Like, they don't know even know who did it. Um, so, yeah, if something goes wrong, fucking blame Vera. So, by this point, they've blamed a death of a baby, the death of... Her son, Punky. hmm Her monster feet getting sm- smashed. Like, they're blaming everything on this poor girl. Yeah. The beatings were so severe, she wasn't actually able to rub Sherry's feet anymore. Her I mean, I don't even know work. why they need
1: to come up <clears throat> with stories of shit she's done, because they're going to beat her anyways.
0: They're just drama-filled. Like, when you watch this documentary, they remind me of, like... You know those, like, punks in school that were like, Oh, I'm a member of the Crips. I'm yeah. a member of, of the blood. Like, I'll beat your ass. Just, like... Yeah. With those guys... It's like that, but a bunch of adults. You know what I mean? Like, all living together in fucking squalor. Like, they're all fucking everybody. It just... They're a mess. They're a fucking mess. So, Sherry convinced the family to eventually kill Vera. She was no longer considered human. Like, they didn't look at her as a, as a, as a person. So, Zachary, which is the baby's dad... Yeah. And Vera's, quote, boyfriend... Um, Danny and Nicole told Vera... To get her shoes on one night at 9 p.m. that they were gonna take a walk. This is on March twenty-sixth of twenty eleven. Down the street, they led her to train tracks. They made her strip naked, where they then stabbed her with a 10-inch kitchen knife. Twenty-something times I wrote that on here. Twenty-one times they stabbed her with a ten-inch kitchen knife. Oh my god. She did not die. So they slit her throat oh, my god. ear to ear, then left her on the tracks. She did not die. Oh my god. Yeah. She was a beast. So, what she did instead was by this time she's naked, stabbed 21 times, throat slit. Here comes a fucking train. So, she curls into a ball and she actually rolled over between the train tracks. Uh, from her bottom to the top, she was 12 inches high. When the train came and passed over her, the train had a clearance of 13 inches. It missed, so her, by it missed inch. her by an inch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Literally one inch. If that would have gotten a hold of her, it oh, would have ripped yeah. her apart. Yeah. So, Vera, eventually, she did bleed to death. Every bone in her face was broken. And again, she had been stabbed 21 times. That is fucking awful. Yeah. She didn't do anything. Like, they just they just killed her to get that teardrop tattoo. So, after, after Zachary, Danny, and Nicole left Vera to die, they headed back to Sherry's house, and the entire house partied all night. They were bragging about how they killed Vera... And how they would finally get their teardrop tattoos. Nicole, the girl, was especially excited and proud of this. So Sherry told police that Vera's black boyfriend from Lima had killed her, and all, and, and that was pretty much it. Like that was Sherry's story. Vera's got a black boyfriend, and he's the one that. that and the cops
1: it. like, oh, okay,
0: <clears throat> case yeah. closed. Which in actuality, all the kids beat her, and she had nothing to do with it. Like Sherry said, everyone else beat on her, but I didn't do anything. Right. Police believed her, and she was never charged. Sherry was never charged with anything. She ID'd the body of Vera because Sherry said Vera's mom was dead, which was also a lie. Although Sherry was never formally interviewed by police because, get this. One, she didn't call police, or she did not call 911 because no one would bring her the phone.
1: She's in a wheelchair, not like... Wheel
0: over to the phone or (laughs) ask someone to toss you their fucking Razor Motorola or whatever the fuck, like... You can call nine one one. She didn't. And two, police couldn't find a vehicle large enough to transport her double white ass to the station. So they had to just leave her there. I
1: don't mean to laugh at like... I don't person. either.
0: Like, I, look, I've been heavy it's and I've the been the way thin. you said it. They couldn't find a vehicle. Like, get a mail truck and just fucking back her in there. Take her down the fucking station. Put her in the basement or storage room, whatever. So... Nicole, the girl who actually helped stab her and slit her throat, she could by with it. Zachary is in prison but was allowed to um she sorry, Zachary is in prison, but he was allowed visits with Willadine until Willadine refused to let him touch her. She would scream and wouldn't let him touch her on the first visit, so he actually didn't show up for the second visit. So how'd they get caught? <clears throat> Like I mean, a... how do you not get caught? Well... You're a house full of 15 people. Like, someone's gonna slip up and say, hey... Okay. You know, someone... Someone... Someone ratted someone... him out, okay. and then the flood just started happening. Like, everyone started saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, after Willadine refused to let her daddy touch her, he was scheduled to see her one more time, like, one more scheduled visit, and he didn't show up. So, Willadine, thankfully, was then 100% removed from the Brooks' family and she was put up for ad- for adoption... Sherry got what? Hold on. While you're telling us, mm-hmm. what's Sherry's last name? I gotta look her. I gotta see what she looks like. Brooks. Sherry Brooks. <laughs> yeah. She ended up getting five years probation for the murder of Vera Joe. Zachary only got four years in prison. So, um yeah, if you want to check her out, Sherry is on Facebook under Sherry Lynn Brooks. That's spelled C-H-E-R-I-L-Y-N-N-E Brooks. <laughs> B-R-O-O-K-S. One of her recent posts is Oh actually, my god, that's her? She's a beaut, ain't she? That's <laughs> her, that's her. You oh, see man. that tooth coming in hot? So listen, one of her posts actually is like of an evil clown, and it says, quote, Good morning, all you window-licking, crayon-eating, helmet-wearing fuckers, end quote. She said that? She said that. That's one of her posts. So I said, go show her some love. On Facebook. And if anyone listening knows any actual members of the Crips and not someone playing dress up and pretend from fucking Finley, let them know about the Finley, Ohio Brooks family and that they are claiming ties to the Crips roots. And I'm highly doubt that Coolio would be cool with this. <laughs> so it took, <laughs> it took three killers, one torturer and a train to kill Vera, who again was mentally challenged, but clearly a strong as fuck person. Like, it took all of that to kill her. And she'd already been through so much. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about gangs, but I can't imagine any gang being proud of something so pitiful and shameful to their name. Like, I highly doubt any gang is, you know, going around hurting people that... Ugh, I don't right. even know how to explain it. Like, in Vera's situation. So, Vera Jo Messersmith was actually her last name. She was laid to rest at Knollcrest Cemetery in Arcadia which is in Finley, Ohio. And her plot number, in case if you wanted to just visit or maybe do like an online thing, her plot number is 676-077-36. You can like drop some flowers off. You can visit. You can leave a little heart or something on the page. Um, but that is the story of the girl on the tracks, also known as The Murder of Vera Joe rival.
1: That's... God, that is awful.
0: Bidding. That is
1: very... Close to Sylvia Lyons, Yeah.
0: And not that far away either. No. I mean, that was Indianapolis. A few hours away. Jacob. He's in the Christmas present. Sorry, puzzle. my dog's in here trying to unwrap presents. Um, Yeah.
1: It's crazy how close those stories, like, that, I just can't get That is very similar. They're both heartbreaking stories.
0: You should look up more pictures of Sherry. Oh, I just did. I got on her <clears throat> Facebook page. Like, that's terrible. Look, if she's, she would have written she's a piece me back- of shit. <laughs> if she would have written me back, I would have interviewed her and been totally neutral with the whole thing. You know what I mean? Because, like, every- you just have to watch this documentary. You, uh, go on Amazon Prime and look up Goodnight Sugar Babe. And the cover of it is, like, train tracks and, like, a, the trash house in the fucking background. Like- it's a really good documentary of exactly what happened, and you get to meet everybody else and just see how many people were fucking involved with this, and no one helped her. Yeah. Like, no one stopped to help her. But yeah, I also uh, wrote um, the guy that has a teardrop to see if he might want to, like, talk to me. They never wrote me back. So, this point, fair game. <laughs> I was going to be nice, you guys. <laughs> I was going to play nice and let you speak your piece, and the me just have some opinions and questions, but what happens you when you... Wanna... Uh, What's what you say? Don't worry, I'm not a not a... they're the they're the Crips from gonna, the Ohio. They're gonna roll
1: up here about 15,
0: 20 deep. They're gonna have to borrow someone's car, probably break down halfway from there to here. Please. We got a neighborhood watch where I <laughs> I Gale's on it. <laughs> like anyway, it just That's... I have it's it's a fucked up story. They're all pieces of shit for being involved and not helping. Yeah. Her. And it's sad, cause Vera she would like if you see pictures of her, I'm not kidding. Her eyes like they look like the kind of contacts that you and I would want to buy to make her eyes. They're like that color, like yeah. this crystal fucking blue. They're beautiful. I so, <sighs> yeah, that happened in Finley a few years ago. Well, it's just
1: sickening because,
0: you know, you're.
1: They were looking at her like she's not even a human being anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Like they actually say that in the documentary. The narrator says at that point she was no longer looked at as as human. Oh yeah, I and mean, I think you can also go to Voices for Vera, like Google Voices for Vera, and you can look up because people are making posters about Sherry. You should see them.
1: I just saw some. It's like a get out of jail free card, like yeah. with her.
0: Yeah, someone. One. I'm not the only one that's poking fun at this piece of shit. Like thousands of people are.
1: But look, I know.
0: don't.
1: I don't see what you're saying as bad. Like I will never say anything negative about a victim or anything like that. But Ever. Someone like that? If you're the perpetrator, it's free game. Oh, like... And, uh, you know, I have... When you see, like, that's low-hanging fruit right there. I could just pluck that shit so easy. Well,
0: and it's like, I have no problem with anyone's, like, weight or if they're diabetic or any, none of that bothers me. No. And I don't ever make fun of anyone for anything like that. But cause I've been big, I've been little, I'm my, still big. My teeth aren't the greatest. <laughs> you know, my hair sometimes looks like it hasn't been washed ever. Like there are days when I it just, I'm gross, but my house is clean. My kids are fed. They're safe. You know, <laughs> I am not. <laughs> For one, I, the whole crypt thing, like, you should see, they even have a little boy, his name's Chucky. I don't know how old he is, he looks about maybe 10 or 12. He's, like, throwing up these these gang signs, and, like, I probably should have researched crypt gang signs to see if they're even doing it right, but I'm guessing they're probably not. Yeah, it just reminds me, like,
1: I'm not going to name any names, mm-hmm. but you remember in school, there was always that, <clears throat> that there was a group of guys... I'll say his name, Nathan. No. Yeah? No, I'm not. There's a There was a group of guys... That were bloods. Yeah. And they would do the, the... Well, or Crips. Like, I remember going to the skating rink.
0: Yeah.
1: And, like, <laughs> I went there to fucking skate, <laughs> you know? But there was these people, these kids... You know, rivaling. That yeah. were just there to hang out like they didn't get no skates or nothing but one like they posted up at the fucking air hockey table and oh, they're yeah. once posted up by the uh concession stand yeah but they had their fucking bandanas oh, sticking yeah. out of their pockets and this and, that, and i just look at them After like their moms
0: dropped them off yeah like
1: bangers. like what <laughs> yeah. the fuck like yeah. we're
0: come on yeah you're so stupid but
1: uh <laughs> and i i mean i still know these people to this day and it's like
0: yeah, dog. You, the guy you I was weren't a gangbanger. Of, yeah, the guy I was just thinking of. He, uh, I won't say his last name for one. I can't remember it. And two, too many of my friends know him. Um, he died last year, actually. So so long. Mm. Shitface. He was not a good person. He would. Um, did he
1: rape three people?
0: Uh, he did rape somebody. Yeah, and in eighth grade, he used to. In um, a cemetery. No, oh. not, not that. No, okay. not that guy. Um, this guy though, he would he would always come up and, like, punch me in my boobs because I've had big <laughs> boobs my whole life. And <laughs> then I would be hurting where I would have to, like, walk with my arms up yeah. to, like, protect him. And he would go out of his way to punch me in my boobs. Like, this went on the entire eighth grade year. And then one time, he... I think he, ha- he asked to borrow something. on a piece of paper or some shit. And I gave him my binder to, like, get out whatever you fucking needed. And he took my white out pen and wrote really big on my maroon and white uh folder or binder vaginal secretions <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when that guy died i was not mourning <laughs> i was like fuck you that's what you get you
1: vaginal secretion vaginal secretions gross.
0: It, why it, we're in eighth grade no he was he was abusive he he would, like, walk by and try to, like, grab my vagina. I would just, I would have gave him a swift kick in the dick. He was nasty. Well, that's the thing. You didn't fuck with him because he was going around saying he was part of the Crips. Did you buy it, though? I mean, dude, he, he punched me every day. So, <laughs> I, don't I mean, care. did I believe he was in the Crips? No, but I believe that he'd fuck me up if I said anything, mm. you know? But he's dead now, so. I mean, I fought three guys because they called me a name. They called her a cunt, and she whooped their ass in a Walmart parking lot. It was incredible.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I would have done something to him. Like, he's physically hurting
0: me. Yeah, I'm going to kick him. I can't think of his name, his last name. But no, uh, he, he was a piece of shit.
1: But, That's, uh... so yeah,
0: when you're abusing someone, and you treat someone like shit, and it's all coming out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll make fun of you for everything I can possibly get my hands on because you deserve it. She's probably sitting up there in the trash house right now. How old was she? Like I can see pictures of her but how how old is she? Like is
1: she I like have in her to 50s guess. or She's probably
0: late 40s, early 50s, mid 50s, I don't know. She's probably one of those people that looks really old but it's actually like just 10 years older than us. Just rode hard and put She's away Rhett. Rhett, wet wet wet. She's gonna live forever. She's oh. Can You imagine those feet. I would not I look I hate feet.
1: There's, <clears throat> I would just, no, <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, so I, check it out. That was my source, was the documentary. And I, I did Google some things. There's not really a whole lot about it other than the stuff that's already mentioned in the documentary. But check it out. Um, Goodnight Sugar Babe, Amazon Prime. So they're all liver. out. Are they all out now? Yeah. Because so this was like should, 2011. Yeah, maybe we should edit this and just, just in case, you know. Oh, I didn't say anything about him. I didn't either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did look at the picture of the boyfriend or the one that got her pregnant, Zachary. Yeah, yeah, he looks pretty scary. Really? Oh yeah, the bald guy. Yeah, I don't think he looks scary. I think he does.
0: I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't know. Was, maybe. I guess well, just knowing what it what he did and how it took that many people, he looks like he kill. would be. He looks okay. Yeah. He looks...
1: He looks like he doesn't care if you're a man or a woman. He's going to hit you anyways. And he didn't.
0: He would beat the shit out of yeah. his baby's mom. Yeah. So... Yeah. That... Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. It just makes you, like... Almost to the point of like, I don't even
0: want to say I live in Ohio. Like, what the fuck is up with Ohio? Dude, we have some of the best and worst people. Like, Neil Armstrong is from my hometown. Uh, Marilyn Manson's from Akron. Katie Holmes is also from Akron. Jeffrey Dahmer's from here. <laughs> Charles Manson's from here. These people. The fucking crypts, uh, Brooks's crypt family in Finley, they're here. Um, who else? The angel death killer in Cincinnati. Um, I told a story about the guy that... Barry Larkin. He's from Ohio. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: The guy that uh, dumped the bodies down the hollow tree.
0: Oh, yeah. That was yeah. Ohio. Uh, Anthony Sowell yeah. from uh, Toledo. The Cleveland Strangler. Yeah, it's like Ohio we're always There's nothing
1: else to do. Well I just know kill like,
0: people and go to Walmart. <laughs> That's really we all we're we always have. looking
1: up stories. I know we've had these conversations where we're like, God, these people just like there's a lot of shit happening in California in Texas. Like but it's also Ohio. Like, what is up
0: with Ohio? The one I did a couple weeks ago on um uh fuck. The last name was Mott. Tina Mott. I cut her up in pieces after playing Monopoly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then across the street from that was the Easter Massacre, which I'll do that yeah. story on Easter. Um, yeah, Ohio, man. There's there's not a lot else to do. I mean,
1: yeah. I, I feel like we find plenty of shit to do.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we have not. Well, I've lived in Ohio for 35 years, or 34 years, and I have never once killed anybody. Right. Yet.
1: I mean, I'm not bored either.
0: I mean, I get pretty bored. But... I do it. it's, it. it's, it's the weather shit. Like, it's too cold to go do anything. But when it's nice out, there's... It's... Ohio's awesome. There's all kinds of shit to fucking do. I go shopping. Yeah, I need to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> um... You want to learn about the Curse of Benedict Canyon? Uh, sure. Is this a... It's a short one? It's short. Oh. Go ahead. I, I think... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you... So I was going to combine this story. Um, actually, hold on. Stop. Before we close out the Vera one. If anyone has any like questions, comments, or concerns about that or wants to talk further more into it, I'd be more than happy to listen because mm. this is a very, I don't know, I'm very passionate about that case and I do kind of want to go up there and just see if they'll talk to me. I'm not fucking going.
1: I am not going to devote any second of my free time to talk to those pieces of shits.
0: Well, I wouldn't just go up there to talk to them. Like I would definitely uh, take no. some flowers to her grave and like well, show that's her. that's different. Talk to her family and like show respect. I'm talking
1: about this family. I have nothing to say you to You don't
0: want to meet Sherry Fuck in person. No, no. Just look
1: at her. Nope. No. no. She just she disgusts me. No. I do. Or I fucking don't. Like I I would spit on her.
0: Ooh, okay. You know, that, that's that's assault though. Can't do that. Well, I'm not
1: going to do anything because I'm not going to go see them.
0: <laughs> but <Okay>. it's <clears throat> no, I will
1: not spend any time shining any source of light
0: onto them. Okay, fair enough. They don't. Fuck they them. don't deserve it. But if you do want to see what they look like, again, check out that documentary. Also, maybe check out Voices for Vera. But like, Ohio needs to get with it when it comes to like, we should be saving babies and people, not fucking pigs and cupboards. Which I'm, a, I yes, I'm glad Piggy was saved, but like I, I'm all for saving everything, right? People and animals, <clears throat> right? So, yeah, that was the story, and it's a terrible story. It's awful, but never forget. And it's Finley, Ohio Crips. If you know anyone that's a Crip member, send them to Finley. Okay, so <laughs> this next story, I was actually going to pair it with the story I'm going to be doing next week, which is of the Playboy Mansion, but since we have some extra time, this is a short story. I'll just do. Do it right now. <clears throat> just, it's the Fallon show. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, you ready? <laughs> you better enjoy this, because next week I'm coming back. Oh god.
0: you never going <laughs> to shut up. You know how many times you've had stories, though, and I've just, like, let you talk because of your ego? <laughs> my ego? <laughs> yeah. Go All ahead,
1: right. tell your stupid little story. Kurt
0: <laughs> not stupid. This is interesting. <laughs>
1: I, I've I don't actually even been here. Look, I don't even know what it is. I'm sure it's great. Okay I'm just fucking the with curse
0: you. of Benedict Canyon in Los Angeles. So the Benedict Canyon is actually it's just it's a canyon, but this one specific area is a vacant and cursed plot of land that sits high above downtown LA on top of a mountain in Beverly Hills. It is known as the most expensive plot of land in LA priced for one billion dollars for this piece of land mm-hmm. and, because of the curse and all the shit that goes on on that property, one person put a bid on it, and they sold that plot of land for $100,000. They
1: paid a billion dollars and sold it for hundred grand?
0: No, no, no. It was listed for a billion. Mm-hmm. No one wanted it. So one dude was like, I'll give you hundred grand," And they're like, alright, sold. Would you buy cursed land? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Are you, I mean. No, I wouldn't. Well, what do you think most of the shit we're living on top of is? Like, Native Americans were here first.
1: I don't know what happened with where my house is sitting. This is, they're telling you this shit is cursed. True. Up front.
0: Well, the $100,000, it was the only offer. Like, it went from a billion to $650 million down to (laughs) $100,000. Like, nobody wanted it. Um, No one has ever built a home on this specific part of land. It is known both as the mountain and the vineyard. It has a 157-acre mountain canyon view. Um, the mountain, again, is or it's on top of the land in the mountain, sorry, <laughs> which is flattened into a green padded grove advertised as the highest peak in 90210. So and we're not talking about the show. We're talking about the Beverly Hills oh, code.
1: <laughs> I went right to the show.
0: <laughs> Luke Perry's looking over it. Like. Yeah, so it's the highest peak in Beverly Hills, and nobody wants it. Yeah, The plot is remote. It sits off the top of a road off of Benedict Canyon, which is the same canyon that branches into Cielo Drive, which is known for the location of the house of the Tate murders by Charles Manson and his family. And I've actually been as far up to the Benedict Canyon as you're allowed to go. um, Knowing
1: that it was cursed?
0: I have never heard about the curse. I went up there to see um, the Sharon Tate house, which is no longer there. But um, I wrote in here that I've been there, the house is completely gone, like the Sharon Tate house is gone, um, and there's a huge gate that you can't even get close to it. Like, you can see the where the house used to be, I think they built something o- over it, um, but there's a huge gate that, like, stops everybody from going up into the mountain, which, off of CLO, and then onto Benedict Canyon Mountain. Yeah. So you can't get anywhere near it. And also, fun fact: uh, the Manson murders, the Sharon Tate house, where someone wrote "pig" yeah in blood. Guess who owns that door that they wrote that on? The actual door. I know this. Mm-hmm. Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Boom! Hundred yep. points for Michelle. He went there after that uh, all happened. Uh, they just left the door there, and he's like, "I'm taking this door." So he has <laughs> the original door. Yep. Um. So, when the road dead ends, it ends into a private cul-de-sac on top of the mountain. It's a winding way all the way up to the top of the fortress-like gate concealing the property from the view. So, the road is completely empty. There are security cameras all along the road. There is a call box with no numbers to call. And dialing out only leads to a very eerie and unpleasant sound. So, if you get stuck up there, you're just stuck. Um, Go ahead. So... (laughs) Oddly enough, like, Candace Bergen, remember her, Murphy Brown? Yeah. She used to hang out up there. And so did Doris Day and her son, which was actually one of the people murdered at the Tate House. But anyway, um, the canyon, that area is eerily quiet. Um, You only hear the occasional bird and the wind blowing through the trees. It's very, very quiet, but the buzzing of the city of L.A. blooms below, but the reality of anyone actually living down there is like a world away. Well, someone just bought it. Like, what the <clears> fuck <throat> they buy it for? Like, what are they doing? Well, I wrote, but why won't anyone live there? Aside from the Tate murders, a few other homes have been built in the canyon, but every occupant that has lived there has either committed suicide or murdered someone else over the years. The mountaintop on the very top, the property that sold for hundred grand remains sealed off. No one really has any idea of, like, what happened, like, why all these people keep dying on this mountain, but they do. Um, A prince of Iran actually bought some land in the canyon. His plans were to expand and build a palace, but the residents of the nearby canyons have all declined his um, idea to expand and build on the mountain. They weren't left alone. So... Uh, that's pretty much it. Like, there's, like... Well, I have so many questions. I probably have answers. Why is it cursed? Like, what... They don't know.
1: What like, originated... It? Like, what is the curse?
0: The curse is everyone that lives up there ends up killing themselves or killing somebody else. And the person that paid
1: 100 grand, what the fuck are they doing?
0: They just bought it to have it, I guess.
1: Has anyone seen that person since then? Nope. Not
0: so they're probably dead. Maybe. I know this prince of Iran is... He's doing something. But, uh... Yeah, the very highest point of of um, Beverly Hills, it's empty. Brad Pitt was actually looking at that property years ago, and he turned it down. I think Tom Cruise did as well, and a couple other, like, big-name celebrities. Like, they were like, oh, my God, it's the highest point of Beverly Hills. You can see everything in my own private mountain. And then, for whatever reason, no one will buy that and build on it. Um. But if that's not good enough for you, you can go down to Griffith Park, which is where the observatory is. You can see where the Hollywood sign is. Like, I've been to Griffith Park. It's really pretty. Um, if you're in the Hollywood, L.A. area, go to picnic table number 29 in Griffith Park. Um, hold on. It is said that in 1976 on Halloween, Randall Rand Garrett and his girlfriend Nancy Jeanson... Were getting it on. Jensen. J e a n s o n. Jensen. 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 Okay. <laughs> Nancy Jensen. 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 <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was in '76 on Halloween at nighttime. Um, they were having sex on top of picnic table number twenty-nine when a tree, uh, basically fell and crushed them onto the picnic table. Their bodies were cremated and spread around picnic table number 29, and the tree is actually still on that picnic table. So they moved the bodies, left the tree. Wow. Yeah. But it said that you can, like, see them and hear them. So now it's haunted. It's haunted. But it's, like, right around the corner from um, Benedict, uh, Benedict Canyon. So if you're ever in the L.A. area or some of you that are, like, Cassie, if you're listening, you should go check that out. I know you live, like, pretty close to there. Um, So, yeah, that's that's all I have today. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was, I mean, that was an interesting little short thing.
0: You can't get up to it unless you buy it. And if you buy it, you're probably going to die. But, yeah, if you're trying to find the Tate house, there's nothing there. They tore it down. I want to say they built, like, a nursing home or something there on top of the land, but you can't get to that unless you're able to be buzzed in. Mm -hmm. And then the LaBianca home is down farther from that, and it's still there. But people don't really go to that one as much as, like, the Sharon Tate one. Right. You know, because I was reading more into that, too, and uh, I didn't know, but after they stabbed her, after they stabbed Sharon Tate and, like, cut her baby out, they fucking tied a noose around her neck and, like, hanged her by the edge of the couch, I think. Like, they went overboard. Well, yeah, the whole thing. Overkill. They're all still in prison except for the couple people that have died. That's where they need to be. I think one of them, Patricia Van Winkle, I think she's up for parole soon. They're from Crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy. The people that shaved their heads bald back then, too. Like, the family. Yeah, you I just can see them to, like, in a, on their trial. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You can take tours down there, too. I forget the name of the company. I was supposed to write it down, but, like, if you're in L.A., you can take the, like, Manson Family Tours. And they take you everywhere except for Spawn Ranch, which you can just go there and get out and look around. It's like mm-hmm. the old set of an old western show. And the cave where the famous picture is at, of him and the family, mm-hmm. like, it's it's still there. It's a hot selfie spot.
1: He's way too famous. Oh, I know. i seen he autographed one of his uh, prison uniforms.
0: It's Damn. in a museum. That's, well, yeah. When I'm we cold. went to, that's um, ridiculous. When we went to the Museum of Death in LA, that's, oh my god. <laughs> I went there thinking like, oh, this could be great, Museum of Death. That place was fucking awful. Like, it was. <laughs> you
1: know, I just remember you saying you were going, It's like,
0: oh, you, look, there's
1: this museum, like, if you're going to California, will you go to this museum and get me a shirt, please? <laughs> and it was a Museum of Death, because I read an article, I'm like, this is perfect.
0: Like I want a shirt. It was incredible until (laughs) you got to some parts that just weren't, it was, it was awful. Um, amazing museum though. I definitely recommend going there, but go there with every bit of knowledge, knowing that you are going to be brought down. Like they have a, um, a Manson family like area and, uh, they like quilted this beautiful quilt, but it's of a huge swastika and they have like, some of their old blankets and clothes and stuff and pictures and Charlie's guitar and all this shit. Um, But yeah, I got you a shirt. But what's cool is like when you're done with the tour and you go to leave instead of saying, thanks for coming by. The guy says, enjoy the rest of your life. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's it. It was a pretty badass shirt. Like I still have it. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's definitely worth going to, but they have like, um, the heaven's gate cult bunk beds. With the Nikes, like the original bunk beds, they had uh, an entire wall of pictures of people that have been killed in um, automobile accidents. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's the museum of death. Like, they, t- they show you how everything is done for a funeral, coffins, preparing for babies, like, uh, just all kinds of shit. Um, and then after we left there, we went down, which is only like, I think about a mile, but it took like 45 minutes to get down. Uh, to the murder house from American Horror Story, Horror Story season one. The best season, absolutely. Um, But but yeah, that's it. So I hope you guys enjoyed the Christmas episode. Has nothing to do with Christmas, nothing at all, other than Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or Happy Holidays, whatever it is you celebrate. We wish you a, a, we wish you a a happy holiday. And a happy new year. <laughs> yeah. I started that and just stopped. Yeah. Um, well, apparently my puppy wants in. So. Yeah, well, fuck that. But yeah. Thanks for listening. Rachel, we love you. Thank you so much for the yeah. uh, the awesome email. Um, we're Rate, still working. Rate,
1: review, subscribe. <laughs> what is this saying? <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, um, hold on. I need to take more pills. No, you don't.
0: <laughs> like our, st- our stuff rate us review us on whatever platform you're listening on it really helps us out um and we really appreciate it and, I ain't worth a fuck <laughs> you know, Neither one of us is worth a shit so that is our Christmas special we have one more episode to cap out the year and it's gonna be on the Playboy Mansion and let me just tell you it is not what you think it's gonna be the Playboy it is fucked up Hugh Hefner Ugh, what a nasty man. But you gotta wait till next yeah. week. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter,
1: Twitter, Twitter Dead Academy Podcast, Gmail. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's it.
0: All right. Have a good one. Merry oh. Christmas. Oh. Merry Christmas. See ya.
1: Later. Bye. Be
0: yourself. <laughs> Stop. Be yourself. <laughs> Brandon, just be yourself. Let's go make snow angels.